Welcome back to the New York Painters Podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Luca Intragi. And yeah, it's been a bumpy road so far, uh, but it's, again, it's only 15 games in. We got a lot to talk about here. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll get right to it. And now a quick word from our show sponsor and friends of Inside the Rink, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines for the 27th year of live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RINK for a 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for your 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. And we're back. And uh, guys, it's it's been a bumpy road this week. How's it gone? Turbulent. Yeah. It's been it's been a little bumpy, yeah. Sell the team, season's over. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. see I see guys, <laughs> I see people like that's it. Let's get Bedard. Let's you know, let's yeah, tank for Bedard. Who the fuck <laughs> said that? <laughs> The press people. <laughs> I, I, honestly, anyone who says that should just kindly just smash their head into the nearest wall. Like, shut up. Yeah, kind of glass will help you out with that. Uh, but the uh, there is there is a feeling that I think Rangers have not felt in a while, and it's it's really and it's a very simple thing to break down. Actually, last year we came into the season and we discussed how we didn't expect anything, and they came out of nowhere. And that was such like a fantastic feeling, right? That suddenly they had this whole uh, energy and this whole great team. They had resilience also, and, which is something, yeah. Well, that. And then they came in this year where it's like, okay, now we're expected to be a good team. I think there's been a little bit of a pressure. I think there's been a little bit of a pressure on them where they're expected to be a good team. Plus, number two, when you play a certain style of hockey, and you got that far, teams look at you and say, okay, how are we going to build our team to stop the Rangers? And I think teams have been playing pretty well against them and the way they want to play. Right. I mean, like, they're not, like, unexpected anymore. Teams are expecting them. Um, for me personally, I, th- I I was thinking we were going to discuss this, you know, a little bit into it, but, you know, why not right now? Um, there was an identity last year. There was resilience. They played like a team. Now, I know we a lot of us forget this, but – before the trade deadline, the Rangers weren't the greatest team. They they were not, you know, they weren't number one. I mean, if everyone remembers, they were the only reason why they were good was Shesterkin had a ridiculous, you know, season. And I think, but the thing is, is that even when they were down in the trenches like that, they they still had this summer some sort of resilience. They they still acted like they were playing with purpose. Now it just looks like it's only snippets of that throughout the game. Like you saw tonight's game versus Detroit, like first period that looked like they were on a mission and nope, no more. Uh, we're packing up after the first period. And it's, I don't know, maybe it could be the, um, you know, everyone's expecting stuff out of them. I don't know. There, There's just, it's a lot deeper than just, Oh, we got to change the lines here. There's a team problem. It's, it's, it's there, there's uh, I, I was thinking the same thing, dude. Uh, and it's, I I'm sorry to jump on you. Dude. No, 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 it's it's just because I was literally I took a shower after the game and I was thinking about it and I had the same exact thought of like, what is the issue? Like, are they missing a piece here? Are they missing a piece there? And yeah, that that could end up ultimately being uh, something that helps kind of solve some things. It's but it's there. there's so many things that when things go wrong. There's so many things that are going wrong that you have to it's it's all interior. Like Mika during the second intermission was it the second intermission? Yeah, yeah. It was after the second period. Second intermission, he looked like someone just kicked him in the nuts 17 times before the interview. Like he looked absolutely miserable, just completely dejected. Uh and he the but I lo- kind of loved what he said and paraphrasing it. He just said he's like, like we just completely fell apart. Like it was all us. Like we did nothing in that second period to give ourselves a chance to win the game. Uh, 
you know, and and the third period I don't think was the worst period by any means for them. But I also think that the third period was just a very weird, not there wasn't a flow to the game at all. But it's just we've seen this throughout the entire year uh, where, you know, we're what, 14, 15 games in now. <clears throat> so we're getting a little so we're getting a little bit more of an identity of how the season's shaping out. And the season right now is the Rangers can play, which is actually oddly similar to last year. They would show up for a period and then kind of the wheels would fall off the wagon a little bit. And then the third period, they yeah, but of, don't you think, no, but on, though, they, yeah, in the third period, they would always somehow kind of pull it together last year, right? Right. Like, like, like last year, this game, they won in the last five minutes. Yeah. Or, 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 they, or they won it in overtime. You know what I mean? That was the common theme last year. That this resilience. Year, yeah. This year, not so much. Now, granted, like, that was a bullshit fucking penalty in overtime against Miller. That was complete fucking horseshit. Uh, that wasn't I, the only one. No, I'm, I'm just saying that was yeah. the game-winning one, that, that, that power play. Um, but I'll also say this. The first penalty against the Red Wings tonight, was uh, they said slashing. I didn't see fucking any slashing on Gautier at all. I don't know what the fuck these refs were smoking before the game. Sorry. They were horrendous. Yeah. No, uh, remember Nedeljkovic uh, played the puck in in the trapezoid. You can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) And then they scored right after that. You you can't do that. It's not how it works. Um, I I saw that. I'm like, what the hell? And uh, I, I love how, though, at the end of the game, uh, everyone's upset, and then they just they give you a little bit of hope, right? With the offsides call, <laughs> and they just take it back away. I'm like, that's a. That's I also a I would I would have loved if they had to go if the game would have had to like continue and Halak had to get a new stick and then go back in the net. <laughs> because I mean, like, you know, I I don't know. I'm a little. I, bit was, of a, I was actually in a sense pumped when Halak did that because oh, I loved it. That but that showed me something more, and that was that. He played number well tonight, by the way. Whoever thinks. Well, number one, he, he he played well against a team that I think that they should have easily beaten, by the way. Did you see how long they kept the puck in the offensive zone? So many times. And in the first period. And in the first and at the end of the third. Um, they, they had the puck so long in that offensive zone. And I don't know what happened in that second. And this is exactly like Lucas said, the opposite of last year. Because last year was like the first period, where the heck were you? In the second period, it's like, oh, there you are. And it's like about time you show up now in this, you know, you're down two or nothing or three nothing in the first, second period or something, you know. But uh, I think when you have a team that right now, ha- you know, Zabanjan looks great. There's so many players that look great in this team. And that that's where it leads to really the fact that Kreider has been a little bit disappointing. And we know that that's another discussion. But that sort of leads me to say that there's been certain players on this team that they need production out of. They need to cover up their mistakes, if you know what I mean. There's mistakes these team this team is making that they could have covered up last year. It's open. It's in the it's in the it's in front. Isn't that more of like like Lucas said, like if there's one or two players having problems, right? You'd say it's a player issue. But if so many players are there's so many things going wrong at the same time, it's gotta be more of an integral issue. Right. But that's where I say that. That's where I say that as many players are having the problem, it's not the same players every night. It's not. It's not the same players. Kevin Miller played better games than tonight. Truba played better games than tonight. Truba. It, yeah, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit interesting how it's on every night someone else is having their problem and it's actually causing losing. It, it, you know, it's sometimes you'll have a player with an off night with a mistake, but it doesn't cause a loss. They caused a loss tonight. Truba you know, it, it's, it's weird because I, in a way, I feel like this team uh, – and I, I could be completely wrong, and I don't know. Just I, I've been because I've been trying to think of it, and like I was thinking about like what is the issue that's going on right now. I, I I feel like they're not playing cohesively together, and for whatever reason, I don't know. And it's maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe they are. Maybe it's just bad luck, and maybe it'll turn around. You know, it's it's like I don't think that. Uh, I mean, like it's 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 funny because like they've obviously gotten off to a much worse start than last year. But if we look at like the way that they can, they have controlled the puck throughout like large portions of games, uh, the way they played against Colorado, uh, like this team is 
in some ways better than last year's team already, but they haven't been able to kind of put it all together for, for whatever fucking reason. And it's really interesting and annoying at the same time. Um, I I just, there's, there's too many uh, circumstances of like players trying to do too much. I think sometimes um, trying to like maybe walk a few different players, I making stupid plays at the blue line, um, especially at, at zone exits really need to be fucking addressed by this team because they're the turnovers that they just commit uh, I, are really hamstringing them a lot. Um, I, I I think that this the fourth line the past few weeks has kind of like actually been really good. Oh, Gauthier, ever since he um, came back, has I, I, been... I mean, Gauthier and, and Blay and Carpenter are really a fucking nice fourth line. Um, it's, it's you know, now that we got Filipino, the Mandalorian back with his fucking tinted visor, uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that Kratzoff can come back as well soon. Um, I, maybe that'll, you know bring some length and depth to the lineup as well. Cause then you can bump Goudreau possibly down or VC down to that fourth line. Uh, or I don't even know if you want to do that because the fourth line has been playing so well. It's, it's interesting though. There's something is missing. Something's not clicking quite yet with everyone. I don't know what the fuck the answer is. I don't know if it's a trade coming in our player going out. I don't know what the issue is, but you know, things aren't working quite yet. I'm not, you know, full on hitting the panic button. But I'm just saying something's not fucking working. Well, it, the, the I'll tell you not what's not working in a sense, but I could tell you there's a lot of there's a lot of things you could point at and say, yeah, wow. I mean, I, I'll just go down it. Kreider was getting his tippings left and right last year, and and it was very hard to stop. And that was something that really added a lot to this team. Adam Fox has done his job on defense and stuff, but has not been the same production on offense. Uh, Capocacco has done very well recently. But if you look at the bottom of this thing, they've had a lot of players, a lot of situations of players that are not being consistent with their play. And that just brings me to a Zach Jones who got benched tonight, to a to a Jacob Truba who has been given the captain role. And maybe that's hurting him so much. I mean, Jacob Truba, okay, Jacob Truba, I think, does not have a He's goal. been playing horrendous. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but he's been playing horrendous. You're giving the captain job, okay? When you're given a captain job, your job is sort of like, we believe in you. And this is where I struggle to understand why Trubal was given that spot. When Nick is Zibanejad is sitting there and leading this team day after night. After well, I mean, day. I mean, the popular thing was Chris Kreider. But well, by the way, with Adam Fox, though, like, he was playing Sorry, I was... I, Adam Fox, I don't know what you're talking about there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah, I'm going to throw my hand tonight, up on that one. He no, no, no. Yeah, he has- I didn't say he's not playing well. I said, but everyone's having their moments of which you're like every night having another player that's having their struggles, and the bottom of your team is de- is, is 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 garbage in a sense sometimes. Hayek had had some terrible plays tonight. Oh, it's freaking Hayek. I we know that, but I'm saying when you have that in your game, you're not winning because you don't have what to cover up with. The I other mean, players on the top of the the better your better players are not exactly doing much, much better. So, hold on. This is, th- this is the two goals they gave up in regulation tonight. One was a terrible, and I mean, god-awful fucking change of Z- the Zibanejad line. There's three forwards that all got off the ice when there's an uh, odd man rush going on. That left Jones and Truba. I believe it was Truba yeah. back there. They, 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 no, I'm sorry. That's on the forwards. They left them out the fucking dry. That's also, not the second... Tr- that's, the, not, hold on, that's not that's not on true, but that's not on Jones really. Jones had the one guy in front. He locked him up, but the puck, the rebound went to another fucking guy. Yeah, Jones possibly could have gotten it at the puck out of the way, but the forwards are the ones to blame on that. That was all on the fucking forwards for doing that. So I know we want to jump down a defense's throat. That's a fucking team issue right there. Then the fucking first goal. That was a terrible play by Goudreau in the fucking neutral zone that led to the turnover. And then the tip-in that happened literally right on the fucking crease. That's no goal is going to stop. I, I start I start people blaming Hawaii for that. What the, what the hell was that? That was, you're fu- that was you're a fucking moron. It was you're gorgeous Hawaii. tip. No one's saving that. No one yeah. is saving that. I think the I think the puck was going like a foot, you know, mm-hmm. wide of the net on that one. 
That, that I don't think that was going even close. That was like a Jacob Truba point shot. That that's like, and then also uh, to to your point, Luca, that I, I it was like thirty seconds left where Halak made that insane save, right? I believe yeah. that was Trocek that screwed up that. Like a lot of people are blaming the defense. It yes, the defense are having problems. It's yeah. also the offense. The yeah, offense it's, isn't. It's, yeah, one hundred percent, and it's and it's really like it's it's offense, and then it's the neutral zone turnovers. It's terrible turnovers. Uh, you know whether it's the zone exits, the defenseman going up the boards to the forwards, and the forwards making dumb fucking plays on their own blue line. Like Lafreniere tonight made a fucking stupid play. I don't know what I don't. I mean, that, that's my point. It's everyone is doing the, these stupid things, and like it's so easy to just like yeah, Trub is right in front of the net when a goal goes in, and it's just like. Yeah, like you know, I get it. Uh, I don't know. It's just, but that's my point. There's so many things to go around. Mistakes are mistakes, and, yeah. and the problem is, is that they're not covering for that. Meaning, you have to make up for your mistake. You make up. You make. You make a play that which we look back and say, "Look, Truby, you did a terrible mistake," but you made up for it, and you don't see that. You see them just making another mistake. They're not learning from their mistakes. That's a problem. That's a problem when you're having game after game in which you're seeing problems that are problem game after game after game. And I'll tell you what's interesting, Luca. What were the things that last year we said were problems? They were getting outshot so many times in games. They were also not getting the faceoffs. They are tops. We're talking about top 10, whatever it is, in the NHL in both of those categories. Yeah. And that's a big turnaround. Can I... Luca, tell me if I'm I'm right about this. I think Ranger fans will hate on me for this production. Have they lost their correct identity and that they're starting to say, oh, last year we didn't get enough shots. That's why we lost. And they're starting to just blame it on that because they did so well. They did so well last year with not necessarily getting a lot of shots on goal. Well, it's just Sturkin. It wasn't them. Like, I know you're that. right, and though. Their but offense, Their offenses are shooting away. It's very nice, and we love that. We wanted to see them shoot more last year. But have they gotten too much of the identity of one and done? I mean, the, the thing is, like, here's the thing, like, Half of you saying is correct, but the problem is half of you saying is you're trying to evaluate it based on each individual player. What Luca and I are trying to explain is that it runs deeper than each individual person's making mistakes. No, that's my point. But that's my point is that you're starting to see times where they're passing. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that point. But the, the thing is, like, here, like, I think we all agree. Like, if it's like two players doing bad, right? You, you fix the mistakes. Go on, takes care of them. You switch up the lines a little bit. Done. But this runs deeper than that because. We don't need you go on. No one knows where to start. This is a deep uh, integral issue. So if this is not a line problem, okay, which which it may not. For the record, I think they should change the lines because, you know, I I think we're way past the stage of it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's pretty broke. Right. No, that's going to happen. And I'll tell you the biggest test. And we are not talking about the future, but you are facing an Islanders team that you struggled against. I think that's a game you must switch the lines up. I, I'm talking about a must, okay? You got to find something. You got to get that momentum back. There's another thing that I find actually really helps sometimes these struggles, and that's called winning. The Rangers have, are actually, they've had already three overtime games. They, that's actually tied for first in the league with two other teams. You're, you're, you're not winning regulation if you're not scoring. They're only middle of the league when it comes to scoring. They are not, They we're talking about a team that is, Pretty good power play, not that great. The penalty kill is fantastic, but they can't. It looked messy tonight, though. Their goals for their goals for are, are 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 average. You're not scoring the same goals you did last year. I I also think that, like, I while yeah, like the power play didn't uh, power play did score tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I I think. That I there, there's there's this is a thing. I think that their expected goals for are much higher than their actual like legitimate goals for are. Um, and I know that was the case like a week and a half ago. I haven't looked at the numbers since. Um, but I'm you know after watching a one nothing win and a three to two loss in overtime, I'm pretty sure that case has continued uh, or that trend has continued rather. Uh, they had three so, goals, by the way, three even strength goals in their past three games. Yeah. So I, I think that that 
trend is continuing. And I think that you, when you have the high expected goals for, and you're not actually putting those goals in that when it's not just one player, like, like Gautier has a high expected goal score <laughs> just because he he somehow always gets to the front of the net and does something. So I, I mean his expected goals for are usually really high, but when the team's expected goals for are really high and they're not netting those goals, that is I think that's a like a like a puck luck thing. And maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe this team's just gonna not just shit the bed or whatever. I think that trend is going to actually curve and actually start to trend in the right direction for them. I mean, Kako um, has Rick Nash syndrome right now. I mean, he scored tonight. He had a pretty damn good game. Okay, actually. okay. Before tonight, though, like let, let's just go past, uh, go back to the Philly game. Laugh. It was really laugh missing open net. Laugh had another chance for a goal. If if someone knew how to tip in a goal, Kapo Kako would have had three assists that night. Like it, it's. I mean, he yeah. he passed one to the front to Lindgren. Open net. Nope. He passed one. I think then to Kreider. Open net. Nope. And then I think um, he almost had a goal, but then he was hooked in, which was called a penalty. But yeah, no, that that guy's on a mission. I mean, he played terrific tonight. Uh, could have easily had more than one goal. But again, yeah, like you said, it, it's a it's a weird concept to say like, oh, is this just puck luck? It, it could be. Maybe like maybe the integral issue is like the Rangers did start off the way right with Tampa. They start off basically as their playoff, you know, selves. And then when that puck luck, you know, didn't go in their favor, they started collapsing. Who knows? Maybe that's the problem. It may be once, you know, the puck starts going in, they'll get more confident and, you know, play as more as a team. That that could be one of the, you know, that's just one theory. But, like, I mean, I again, like, like I said before, because this is not just something you just change one of the lines and it's all fixed and done. Um, I, I don't know. What, what would you guys do? Like, let's, you know, you're the you're the coach right now. You have full power. Uh, we'll, we'll start with you. What would you do? Like, I, I know this is a hard question to answer because you don't even know what the problem is in the first place. So it's hard to you know answer it. It's 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 a hard question to answer because a I didn't know you were going to ask it. B mm-hmm. I have been asking myself the same question for like a few days uh, and then a few hours after the game, and I still don't know. There, you know, some things that I would do. I personally like the way uh, the I love the idea of having. Panarin, and Kako and uh, Zibanejad on that first line. Um, I like the idea of switching some shit up right now. I think that like you can't like now, especially like look, like you know we're not necessarily at the like all is lost point in the season. That's not even fucking remotely close to where we are. No, we're fifteen games but, in. Yeah, but I think that now is the time where you got to be like, you know what, like. We need to see something else. We need to change something else up. And if that's the lineup you go with when you need a goal in the third period, why not fucking go with that line? For Ryan Stromer with two goals game? in 27 seconds. Good for him. <laughs> I, I, Good for I didn't him. mean to say, shoot, we what we well, I just thought it was funny to see. Wait, 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 against a terrible defensive Panthers team. Anytime someone scores two goals, yeah, in 27, I'm going to give them credit for it. I, I don't know. care if it's the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. It's still freaking impressive. I, I didn't say that just to like, you know, oh, we should have come. No, no I, I was just saying that as a joke. Someone just texted me that right now. Um, but I, I would do that. I think, you know, uh, second line, I would probably do something with uh, Loff, Trocek, and uh, – Kreider. Kreider, yeah, I, 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 it's, I, I, and it's the thing too. It's like Kreider, like, has he played bad? No, has Loft played? No one's played like terrible throughout the entire season. Um, it's just like there are some that have been more invisible than us. That I get your point that yeah. everyone's doing bad, so it's not yeah, just a personal and issue. It's like, but... And it, but it's, but then it's like you know, like like Loft has a great game. Kako has a great game tonight. Zabanjad has been playing phenomenal. I feel like Panarin's well, Zabanjad still. Phenomenal. Sebastian still does not have a five v five goal. I mean, uh, I, how, I, many, how many assists does he have? Five v five. I'll check in a minute. Uh, problem is on your stats. I don't think it shows that. Um, he had a powerful goal that night. I, I think he's like I, I saw on the Twitter. I think he's um, on pace to have like thirty five power play goals. You know how ridiculous is that? Um, he has eight assists. I think on on. on he has eight assists, but it does not, not say how many were well, even strength. Has- he has, he has nine power play points, and he has oh 
five goals. Sorry, and he has seven goals. So then he has five assists on the on even strength. Yeah, five five assists. But I mean, that's not enough from your number one center that you're it's, paying I mean, eight point five million. It's fifteen. But okay, so it's not enough. But it's fifteen games in. He has nine goals and five assists. How much more do you want him to do? Because you know what the I mean? point like, is, is that it's only on the power play, right? The the problem is, is that you you can't like we you explain this, you know, like a broken record. You're not always going to win because of your power play. And again, you still have to win at even strength. No, I I, I understand that, but it can't just be on one guy to have production. You know what no, I mean? no, no, no. Like, I'm not yeah, saying I, this I, is yeah. on him. I'm just pointing out an individual. You know, yeah. Thing. I, I'm not saying no. This is that's fault. I think no. I think that kind of goes to the deeper core of the issue that even stems back last year. Uh, for whatever reason, this team has not really jived with five on five. Well, what's in, that? in I'm just saying five on five has not been the thing for under the Gallant era. Well, let let me I'll lay it like this, and and no one liked it. This I mean, I'm sure people won't agree with this, and that is, I don't enjoy Gallant's offense. I don't. It's not an offense I believe in. That would you rather play. David Quinn? <laughs> no, I would not rather David. Quinn. Okay, we're not talking about. I would you rather over okay? No, but, but see, that's the thing. Like everyone's saying, to fire Gallant. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Shrag, you go, you go. Yeah, Finish. sorry, hold on. If you go, if you go with Woody Radia, it's not what it is. But the the Gallant offense is a, is a not an offense that was set up for being a five and five, uh, very big scoring thing. It's a very big four. It's a very strong four check, right? It's a very strong four check, and it does allow you to sometimes get the turnovers, get extra chances. It helps you defensively, but you have to be faster than the other team. Number one, number two is you have to send that puck in and get to it. The second you send that puck in and they get it, you just lost the you just lost the offensive chance. Okay? You're you're getting this year more better shots. You're getting more shots and stuff like that. But you're not when you spent that time, let's say, in that first period in the offensive zone, the I had more confidence as they passed it around that they could get a shot than if we ran in here and slapped three shots right on net. I love the fact that they're shooting more, but I think it's just the approach of their offense right now has been way off. They are trying too hard. They're not finding it. They're they're that's maybe where the mistakes even come from, and they have to sort of settle it down and get to the basics of hockey and start playing a very clean hockey game. You don't need to do too much. Don't overplay it. You, your lines definitely have to be fixed up. And I like how Luca was setting up those lines with Kako, uh, Panarin, and uh, and Zibanejad. Thanks, bud. That's, <laughs> I very much like that. <laughs> I like the uniqueness, and I think Kako's right now, you have to play the hot hand as well. And Panarin has been playing really well with the puck. Kako has been doing really well, and Zibanejad's been doing really well. Let's put the hot line out there and get them going. Get our best line out there. Let's let's get that 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 line that has seems to be the most on right now out there to to get this team going. You need a, you need a momentum boost. You need to get some wins. Got to put it together. And when you're saying it's deeper than an individual thing, my point is yes. But it's also the fact that I think they're doing too much. It's early in the season, and maybe they'll get back to the basics of what they need to do. Because remember, like I said, it's not an easy offense to play. It's not the simplest of offense. It takes a lot of work. It's not like just get into the zone and let's set up and send the puck in, get, you know, get the four check going, get the, you know, get the whole, get beat your other team to the puck. And now let's get the passing around. You, it, there's a step before when it comes to Galan's offense. Not a lot of teams are just sending it in and having the same way that Galan does it. So therefore, you know, I just feel like. Well, I mean, that. it stems from a good defense. Like last year, last year. Right, they weren't having did not played that well. So then why are you going ahead and playing? No, no, no. The, the thing is, is that last year, right, we weren't great at 5-5 five five offense. But the thing was, is we were we were good enough on, well, defense, yes, but with Shesterkin also, that the offense eventually stemmed throughout the season, right? Like after the deadline, you saw the Rangers starting to get into it. Like you, all that luck, everyone's saying they didn't have, all of a sudden, you know, it was going into their favor. It's the same thing now, but the one essential thing that's missing is what they don't have from last year is that they're not playing as, you know, a team. They're not, they're not like, Communicate. I mean, and I don't know if they're communicating. Obviously, I'm not there. 
No, there. I no there because there. I, I would say communication probably is not very good right now, especially on defense. Because like you have basic communication errors, like you know sometimes two people going below the uh, the goal line. That you there's on the goal tonight. Uh, the second goal, the first goal. Uh, there was like I want to say three or four players below the dot. Like made no fucking sense. Um, the, the communication is really not there. One thing that I, I mean, this is going to be a whole, open up a whole nother bag and I don't really mean to do it right now, but Gerard Gallant hasn't made it past three years as a head coach in any stop that he's ever been at. So it could possibly be that. Well, the thing I'm, is- I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. Right, but Gallant did bring a team to the cup. And almost set another time to the cup and a team that was not right, him. but he still got fired after that. Like, yeah, we yeah, were, I'm just saying he's, he's yeah. still not even at that in that but location. I, he he never made I don't think it has to do with his offense. I think that has to do with because, as we see from Galan, is he has a stubbornness of the way he deals with players, of the way he deals with the way he deals with his team. No, I, I think that's Luca's point here. Like, no, even though Sh- Shraggy, I'm agreeing with you. That's 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 the point. The issue is wow. that his his thing runs stale, possibly. But and that you know, was the problem last year that 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 chemistry wasn't the problem last year. What changed? Was- I mean, we were all wondering before last year. Like everyone from Vegas was saying, "Gallant's a terrific coach. Uh, he he's great. He's such a great player, player's coach." And everyone was asking the same question as a range fan. Then why was he fired so many times? Like, I think we're starting to maybe see it's a bit stale. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is the time Gallant sticks again. It's. 15 games into the season. It's not like, you know, we're in panic mode all yet. Though I think, yeah, it, you know, sometimes you got to kick the bucket and you got to try something out. And I, I think changing the lines, you know, gets you towards that direction. Again, I don't think it's the full solution, but it gets you towards there. Maybe the team can start gaming that new chemistry. Um, personally, for me, the lines I'd want to try. Again, I liked Lucas' lines. I'd be, well, happy to uh, try that out. One thing I would like to try is Lafi, Mika, Kako, then Panarin, Trocha, Kreider. The top line, you got a playmaker, you got a sniper, and you got a four-checker. And that's that's perfect. I mean, what people don't understand is you don't always put your best players on the top line. You always go based off skill, uh, the, the type of skill. The problem with that line is that I believe that, I mean, Gerard Galan said that he was in the right place tonight when he put him on the fourth line. I do believe Who, that. Kreider? Yeah, I mean, is it so? Like, I, I know, I know, I, I might sound crazy right now. Is it so crazy? Like, think about it. Kreider has been terrible the past couple weeks, and I know we don't want to put it on one person because everyone's playing garbage. But I think if we say who is the most invisible compared to last year, it's him. So well, sometimes you got to kick him in the pants and put him on the fourth line. But that, again, before before last season, that was Kreider's entire career. He would disappear for months on end, and then he'd show up and have thirty goals. Right, but he it's more than that. I feel like he scored you know, people always complained last year, you know, dude, the guy scored most of his goals on deflections. What are you doing? And I used to tell them, look, you score a goal, you score a goal. Don't tell me that how do I score a goal? But now I look at it and I say, one second, teams are saying one second, that's how you score a goal. And like we said, people are expecting it. And so now Kreider is not playing the other parts of the game right. I'm talking about just in general, the offense he has not meshed. And that's a problem. And that's why putting him on a line with as a banjet, I think as much as they have a great chemistry right now, I think there's a problem of maybe putting Carter down low until he gets it right. No, I, I that then you're just going I, back to I would Quinn. look, you, you know what? Like I, I don't necessarily look, I think that you we can the top six forwards, you have top six forwards. Figure out the top six. The, the bottom six, figure out the bottom six. I think we have plenty of top six and bottom six forwards to try a number of different combinations and figure it out. Yeah. I would do this. I'd break up the fucking bromances that they got going on. Kreider and Sabanajad. I'm sorry, Kreider's, I'm one sec. It's very yeah. overrated 5v5. Everyone, it's very overrated 5v5, Kreider and Sabanajad. No, except for the power play. I don't mind. Right, no, no, no that's yeah, the thing. That, that's, power play, they're great. Compl- it's a completely different entity. Uh, I, but the I would break up the bromances. I would break up Lindgren and Fox. I'd put Miller up there with uh, Fox. I would, you know, uh, I, I would break up the uh, Zabanajad and, and Krides. 
I, I would try something now. Uh, I, I don't know what what you else you got to talk about. Sorry, Luca. I, would you try maybe putting Gauthier on one of these on one of the higher lines with the way he's been playing? No, no. I'm talking about I, third line. Would you put him on the third line? He's been on the third he, line. He, no, he, he's he, on the fourth not, line. He he he's he's oh, popped sorry, up. Yeah, the, no, he, he's popped up to the third every now and then. Tonight he was on the fourth line. Um, I think I better on that third. You know what? It, it's it's tough to say how it was on the third line without Heedle there. And crafts up in a game in a game like tonight. He played eight minutes and had three shots in eight minutes. And he drew a penalty. And he drew a penalty. I mean, why would you not put him instead of a guy like like like? Why would you not put him? Because he's uh, he's this is this is the problem. He's done this before, where he shows up for a game or two, and then you give him more responsibility, and he sucks. His hockey IQ, I don't think, is necessarily not great. Grown. He's not very good in that regard. He's not very good defensively, and if you're if if he's going to get more ice time. That's something that I think that Gallant is gonna harp on more, and that I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm giving a reason to the idea of why he hasn't yet. Is also, my point. Also, wasn't I? This is something that I, is bothering me in a sense. Is is Sammy Blade started off last season on a top two line? Uh, if you remember at the beginning of the season, yeah, he's on the fourth line. If you want to talk about a real downfall. Well, oh. he also, dude, he he also tore his ACL. That's yeah. a complete no, 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 no. and and yeah, and before cool. he was on the third line. If you remember, we had a lot of Hedl belay line that was doing right. really well. That was right before he got injured. That's when he was at his best, by the way. Well, when he was top lines, he wasn't doing that well, and then all of a sudden he got bumped down to the third line with off Hedl play. Huh? Yeah. That's something that has to be tried out, maybe again. I, I maybe I don't know. I, I'm he, very... he hasn't he hasn't looked very good in my opinion. I would try Gautier there before him. Um, I, I, Blay has not necessarily looked comfortable yet in my eyes. I think he needs to stay on the fourth line until he really kind of pops. And, right. and really, I honestly, I think, I, yeah, I think he's, I think he's looked pretty good so far on the fourth line in limited minutes, him and Gautier being really fast skaters, I think really brings a lot to that line. Uh, and Carpenter has been, uh, serviceable there. He's good at faceoffs as well. Uh, so that fourth line has been really good. I thought. Uh, but you know, if the best part of your team is the fourth line, you, uh, you got a serious problem. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there, there's a lot of fucking issues tonight. Uh, a lot of issues this week. Um, you know, I, we didn't really talk about any games in particular. I don't even know if we want to talk about any games. No, we've I mean, like we kind we've of been, based... we've been ranting for forty fucking minutes, <laughs> and we haven't <laughs> even we haven't even legitimately like said <laughs> Philly or Boston, the two games no. they played earlier in the week. I know, like, I like how, like, in the beginning of a practice, like, all right, we're going to start with Detroit, then Boston, then Philly, and we just go on a 40 minute round. Well, no, but we also realize that, like, it's kind of like, better, though. It's it, it, like, you don't explain game by mind. It's just, too stale the other way. I don't, yeah. I like you know, fucking. Like, I also explain like, it as a whole. You like, but I also feel like it's not just a whole. It's, I, I think the Boston game, again, that, that's in its own discussion, and, and the Philly game was also in its own discussion, but. At the end of the day, it's been the same things in each of those games that have caused the problems. It's not. It's not like each game had their own thing. There was no like, oh, that was one we played great, and that one play or whatever it is, you pulled out. You pulled out a, a win against Philadelphia that I think that you really they could have easily won that game six nothing. Right, exactly. That was a game that you can't you can't say that was a huge problem. But you're also never gonna like beat a Torch team six nothing. You know what I mean? Like Torch is gonna his teams are gonna be motherfuckers to play against. Like no, that. 100%. You know what I mean? Like that. That makes sense. The only the only thing is the Bruins game. That's where the, the Bruins. Well, Lindgren game. got injured there, and that kind of screwed them up. No, I'm not giving them an excuse. I'm just saying no, facts. But you also realize that was a game that was a one-one game after a second period. It was two-two after the. It second. was two-two. It was two-two. Right? Like Fox scored one, right one, back one, when they scored. It was one-one going into the third. It was one-one going to the third? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Then, then they one, scored. One then Fox scored third, all the posts. And the Rangers lost lost sixty-one percent of the faceoffs. They had the thirty. They got outshot like ridiculously. They had eighteen giveaways in this game. Okay. And they like if they if hold on hold on Troy if they crushed Detroit tonight I would tell you well Lindgren was injured but here's the problem yes Lindgren was injured tonight but you want to know who on Detroit was injured who's over they're they're not the greatest team now obviously they have a bunch of promising you know stars in the making like all that uh, Detroit 
fans should be ecstatic. But they were without um, – I'm sorry. I'm blanking right now. Uh, they were without Verano. Bertuzzi. They were without Bertuzzi. And they were without – there was another. There was another, and I am completely blanking. Um, who was that? I don't know. I got nothing. But the, the point is, like, there was no excuses tonight. None. Zilch. They, I don't care Lindgren's injured. You should crush this team like five to two. Like, no, there's no excuses tonight. Now, yes, versus Boston for through two periods of play, although the first period was horrendous. The second period, they played great. But again, versus Boston, they showed they couldn't handle the top teams yet. Yes, Lindgren plays a part of it, but you can't say that when versus yeah. that team, they still did it also. Bertuzzi, Fabry, Sunquist, and Verona. Fabry, Fabry also. That was it. Um, and yeah, no, there, there was no excuse to lose tonight. I it, everyone's like, first of all, there is a guy. The thing is, like, I'd like to bring up players and say they're doing this bad, they're doing this bad, they're horrendous. I'd want to say that. Like, I want to say Truba has sucked. Uh, garbage, hot garbage. He's playing around this. That overtime, literally, I said I was watching my television. Uh when Peron uh, threw it to the front, I, I believe that was Truba. I want to make sure. I want to look at the replay again. I was on oh, 99%. I saw him move his stick a little bit. I'm like, there's room there. He's scoring. That's it. Three seconds later, he's crossed it uh, down to the crease, scored. Truba has looked horrendous. I mean, absolutely horrendous. His, his shot from the point, you know, misses by a mile. Yeah. In one defense of, of Truba, and, and this is going to kind of go back to Shragi, what he was talking about with the captaincy as well if we remember mcdonough had a pretty rocky start to that first year i believe it was 2014-15 season after the cup run uh he was given the captaincy uh he had a pretty rough i remember him talking about it saying that he even like had a rough time dealing with the sea <clears throat> i don't think it's necessarily as he I, honestly i think that the, the sea in general like can weigh on some people it, some people doesn't um maybe it is weighing on him i have no freaking clue that's just something that i thought of and it just has a correlation at least you know what i mean so i don't know Continue. No, I mean, I, I it, agree it could, no no i mean it's a good point but like the thing is like mcdonough before him right was really amazing but yes truba has been better as of the years have gone by but obviously look if anyone thinks we're gonna get the truba that we paid for it's not happening hate to break it to you Never going to happen. He's never going to be worth that $8 million. The only thing we could hope for now is just he could be the best as he could be. Who is that? Maybe a 35-point score that's good defensively. That He's not doing that good. And I, I'm i recalling now, like, I spoke to someone last year. Truba was not good at the breakout passes. He was not good at those. And um, maybe he needs to be with someone that, that was good at those. And I believe at the time, Miller and him – we're not doing so hot either, which again, they're, they, they've they been not the greatest pair uh, right now. And again, I think it's time to switch the D pairs up, maybe put Lindgren with, uh, Lindgren with Truba. And I mean, another question also is with Zach Jones. I mean, this guy was coming in. He was going to replace, you know, finally uh, Nemeth was gone. Braun is gone. Uh, Zach Jones is going to be the future of the, uh, you know, the bottom six as of now, the bottom pair as of now, and he's not doing great. While the others have more of a, an established role and are established players, you could, you know, understand they'll bounce back, but you don't know what to make of, you know, Zach Jones. And here's also another problem. We have no cap space. You want to get out another sixth defenseman? You can't. You're going to have to send someone else. And we all know they're never sending Ryan Reeves anywhere. They're sending Mika Zibanejad somewhere before they let Weaver Hayek go. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, is your solution involve Zach Jones? I think the solution is the problem. The problem is a solution, and the solution is the problem. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. A little, little, little philosophical shit for everyone on, on, a, <laughs> Sunday, on a Sunday night. At I love how we go on a whole dumb rant, and then we spill something philosophical. Yeah, no, and no, like, no but seriously, seriously, I think the whole point, the pro, the answer is within. Right. They have to, they, I think they have to think that they this – is, this is the one thing that I kind of hang my hat on is that I've seen this team and these players turn it around and, and – play better hockey and i think that over the course of a full 82 game schedule we will see that uh let's let's hope that it doesn't let's hope that it doesn't happen too 
but I, 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 I personally do have faith that they, they will figure something out. And you know what? If Jones doesn't figure his shit out, he's easily moved, and or you could possibly bring up uh, Matthew Robertson. Um, that, is, that's another option. The thing is that I, I hear the responses after the game from guys like Chuba. I remember Chuba, Chuba said after the Detroit game, he's like, "Look, we, we played better in the third. We, you can't just play two, 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 two periods in hockey." And I was like, "Dude." You didn't play good in the first. You didn't play good in the second. You didn't play good in the third. No, they, dude, they, they played really good in the first period. No, I think that, he's talking about Drew. I'm thinking. Oh, about okay. Trubo I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking about the team in general. No, 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 no. no, no. I would have jumped on him too. <laughs> you should have known. <laughs> if I didn't jump on him, then that should have been an indicator. Chuba was talking about the team, okay? And I was like, I said to myself, Chuba, you didn't play good in the first, second, or third. Don't come to me and say, our team played good in the first. Dude, look at yourself. Stop looking at a team in a hole and say, I didn't make a mistake. He's making mistakes that are crucial towards the game, and you're the captain. Dude, there's a reason why they took away Blake Wheeler's captain thing. Those are the captain. Uh, no, that, 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 that was a that, way that, different thing. He, that that entire not, locker room I think is different, completely... But I'm sorry to say, he's not, he did not play up to that captain. No, it's no, but what you're talking about are two different things. You're talking about like an actual player's production on the ice and what happened in that locker room. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, happened, what what happened in that locker room, no one really knows. And it is a it was a complete shit show. Now what Blaney what they was they, complaining about it after you left. Who? Blaney. Yeah. I mean, everyone was. Uh, so, I mean, there was multiple people that left that that team and, and the chemistry, everything was all fucked up. So, that it's a completely different issue. Oh, totally oh, different yes, animal. But also, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, Sharky, Sharky, Sharky. The, the thing with Truba is, Luka has a point, the co- possibility of the Calvacy's weighing on him. However, it, again, like, people are looking at Truba, right? What is the average fancy? I They see an $8 million per year player not even living up to a $5 million dollar deal player and they have the captaincy now obviously that's going to piss off every rangers fan like what the hell are you doing there you got to live up to that and again i i think this breaks down to a few things you're never getting the eight million dollar player truba has got to act like he's at least a five million dollar player and again while we say there's a lot of stuff that he's really screwing up on us individually there are bigger you know deeper problems here with the rangers because He's not the only one. Now, he he may be the worst right now. He he is. But there are a bunch of others screwing up that, like, Kreider off the mat. Savannah does not have a 5v5 goal. Um, I, 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 I'm blanking right now. But, like, the point is, like, he's not the only one with problems. Yes, Our he's pets' the heads worst. are falling off. Huh? Our pets' heads are falling off. All right, there you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like, there are deeper problems here that are going to cause, you know, line changes. Again, it's... It's a bumpy road, but it's only 15 games in. I, I think. Do you guys? I have a question. Yeah. Do you guys actually watch post game interviews? I do not. I, I, I do. Shragi, you were you're getting fucking heated right yeah. now. Jeez. <laughs> I, I only do once in a while because, like, we have a podcast here. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's the only reason why I would ever do it is because yeah. I have a podcast. That's like it. I, I, like, sometimes don't have, let's say, something else I'm watching and I'm watching that and I'll just watch, like, the post game show, or whatever just to hear what they're saying and stuff. And and sometimes I'm like really paying attention. When I heard that from Chuba, I was so pissed at him because I said, dude, you, you very nicely told me that, uh, a very nice comment, that uh, a stupid comment in a sense after a game in which it's very nice if you play good in one period and have a beautiful line that says, well, we played a good uh, we Well, that was the good thing about McDonough. He always led by example. Like, oh, come to on, a dude, team. Come on, dude, when I'm answering a question, you don't hear a thing like, so, yeah, I played hard for uh, two periods, and uh, we can't do that. Well, of course he's going to say that. What the hell is he supposed he's, to say? I, he, I don't think – look, as he's – there's – You got to say, we're gonna, we got to step up, and he has the captain. Um, we have to take charge. He has, yeah, but he doesn't have to say that to you. No, yeah, he, well, he doesn't owe you he, that. He, he just he, says he, it to a team. He, he doesn't he, – what, what you're asking for is him to give it's you that speech. It's it's it, it, no, his responsibility is in that locker room. It's not to you. No, it's, no, no, a ve- no. it's a he it's a very different for the mistakes he made. No, that's his point. Yes, he's going to take responsibility for the mistakes he made. But he's not going to say to you. Yeah, he, I mean, I, he, didn't every, make, he didn't say I got to play better. I think 
I don't, He's going to say to the locker room. What, 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 what was the exact quote? What do you want from him? Excuse me, a quarterback after a game. The job of a quarterback after the game, okay? It's always the fault of the quarterback, even if the receiver drops the ball. Okay, the quarterback's got to say, I make a better throw. No matter what, after a game, the job of a quarterback is that you listen to any interview. the same football. I, I don't know what to tell you. Ranger, hockey is a different animal. I mean, look at their marketing. Jacob, you gotta say I, I, I gotta play. No, he, that's the thing. First of all, in these post game interviews. It's very nice. Oh, first of all, first of all, first of all, in these post game interviews, you think they really care? They, they really want to talk. We just got, we just got screwed over by one of the worst teams, um, and they're, you know, what with injuries. Yeah, we want to talk to you and say we screwed up. No, we're gonna get sort together in the locker room oh, so and screw up. Let's not. Oh, instead, let's deny the fact that we had a two nothing lead and looked like a good team. I'm not. Oh my gosh, Rocky! I'm not denying. Look, can you help me out here? Uh, okay. <laughs> Crane really went off the fucking rails right here. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Shraggy, I think that what Jacob and I are trying to say is that in a post game interview, athletes a don't want to fucking do it. One, <laughs> two, they want to get the fuck out of there as quickly as possible, and they most often they give the most generic answers that really mean fucking nothing. Uh, very rarely do you get an athlete who actually tells you a true, honest answer in a media report, or especially a post game report, especially after a loss. Uh, his responsibility, in my opinion, at least, is only in that locker room and a his responsibility is to never throw anyone under the bus. That includes the coaches uh, and to be take the blame. That's that, that, that is the, the only captain. So what that, that, is, that's double the worth than anyone other than any, any other player. Okay. But I'm asking him really, I'll, I'll tell you why I'm so frustrated with this is when I'm watching a game and I look at, okay, who's playing well and who's not. And I notice a guy and you all agree. That that Trouba not playing well. When you're captain, the guy who is meant to be your, your leader in a sense, whether off the ice or on the ice, okay, is not is playing garbage, okay. Okay, so and he'll be the leader in the room again. Uh, he doesn't okay, so care. Where is the, so where no, is the, so he doesn't? Okay, okay. Well, I, I think we should just move on. By the way, because we only have a couple of minutes left, we're we're pretty much at a standstill here. This is definitely not having a solution. Um, it's more likely that Hayek gets sent on waivers. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm looking over here. I mean, what we got next? The Islanders, Detroit again, Nashville, and then Arizona. And um, you know, I'd like to say all those are winnable games, but again, obviously the Islanders are going to be at the toughest. But Look, again, every game, every this the problem is that this team is good enough so that every game is winnable. There, the, if if they stood toe to toe with Colorado, every fucking game is winnable in this league. They just got to actually fucking do it. Yeah, I, I mean, that basically sums it up. Also, I, I wanted to mention something before we go. I was speaking to Akistan Minor um, at length a couple of days ago. I believe it was the beginning of the week is when I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys noticed Kane, Patrick Kane was trending. And as usual, the Rangers, well, Rangers fans, well, you know, just like Adam, we've got another fan base, blow it, you know, out of proportion. Um, let's make one thing very clear here. For a 1v1, one for one deal, that's realistic. And I'm not talking about Kabukako. Any trade proposal should not involve Kabukako or Lafrenia. And, and and we know realistically they're never trading Reese or anything, right? The Rangers do not have the cap space for him. Sure, there could be a third team involved theoretically, but that just doesn't happen. Could it happen? I guess, but it, it's like there's so many things here that theoretically happen, but you know from how people work in the organization that they just don't do it. Um, I just hold on one second. I have this here. The problem is, is that the Rangers with their injuries, they have to bring up a 23rd person on their roster, which creates less cap space uh, yeah. to bank off of when the trade deadline. How it works is that each individual day they have a salary, right? And it adds up throughout the month. Now, what happens is if, if you have a remaining that you never spent, it gets added up all the way until the trade deadline. Like think about uh, he, how does that mention? Hockey's uh, Downer mentioned this when he came in the pod uh, July. It's basically like your phone with um, hours, right? Minutes, right? If you have like 60 minutes, obviously not this, but so you have 60 minutes on the phone and you only use 
uh, 55, then that 55 minutes brings on to the next month. It, it's basically the same concept. And the problem was, is, is that Hedl's now, Hedl got injured. That, that took a week. Now it doesn't really matter if it's just, you know, uh, an injury once in a while, that's short term, but one long-term injury of a month or two. I mean, I, I asked him what happens, um, if the Rangers have to crowd carry 23 people for a month, just a month, originally they're roughly projected to have 4.3 million cap. What happens if a player's, you know, injured for a month and they have to bring up someone else for a 23rd roster? Uh, you want to know how much down it is? 32.3.2. That's flat out a million down. So like, and you know, it, it's crazy to think like, I know we've been very lucky uh, besides the play injury last year, we haven't had a lot of crazy, terrible, you know, tragic injuries. We have not had that. And I don't think that's range fan base. We're used to that. So that's why we think, you know, everyone Vince- knock on some fucking wood right now. Don't jinx us like <laughs> Sam Rosen. Sam Rosen every time goes, Oh, well, the Rangers haven't lost the game after they give or the, up the first, or the other team has the first scored- goal. Or yeah, the other, and then, or the other team hasn't scored a power play goal in thirty and, and, and they haven't scored a power play goal north of the Mason Dixon line in seventeen <laughs> years. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Sam. You just fucked us in the ass. <laughs> so no, so I mean, like things wow. have to go pitch uh, pitch it perfect for the next couple of months. There can't be any crazy injuries. That's it. Um, there's a realistic chance that we might only have like two ish million, like. Regarding injuries, again, it could be from two million to four point three million. And if everyone remembers, Patrick Kane's cap hit is ten point five, and you did the math fifty percent off. And I suck at math, so I'm hoping I'm doing this right. Is five point two five. So um, yeah, it, it just doesn't end up. Sure, you can add a third team out there. Again, I don't want to, you know, go total, totally crazy with this because again, we're only fifteen games in. But I, I saw that trending on Twitter. I just want to clarify for people listening. Um, it would be very tough, very tough to get them. And then, even if you can make the cap work, right? I don't think that it's. I don't think that when people mention Patrick Kane, that they actually legitimately think that it could happen. Because no, 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 people do. People no, realistically no, no, no. do. They just believe that because Panarin and him are such good friends, and he seems to be that. Exactly. No, no. First of all, first of all, if it weren't for the cap, it it would be perfect. Think about it. Kane with no, 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 no. It, it is a realistic thing. If it weren't for the hundred percent, I just. Don't think people face the fact that there's no, of course, but also here's the thing. It's not football. This is not baseball. No, no, you're right. But here's the thing also, even if you would get past the cap problem, right? What are you offering? See, I, I, let's make a simulation right now. Rangers call, 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 pick them up, uh, call on the phone, right? They say, all right, we are interested in Kane. How can we make this work? Chicago's like, well, we'd be interested in Chicago. Rangers hang up the phone. They block Chicago's number. That's the end of things. Because realistically, the Rangers don't. It depends also on really what the Rangers are up to. For example, if the Rangers say to them, if the Rangers could offer, let's say you get later into the season and a guy like, and and you're actually making a run that year, you sort of might give up something more than you might think in order to get him. I I just- As a Rangers fan, we have all learned from experience, getting the big fish of the trade deadline does not guarantee you anything. I mean, how many times have we done that in the Henry Clunkless era? I mean, last year, last year, it pretty much could have pulled off if not for the fact that they they played the. We didn't really get the big fish. I mean, come on, we, no, no, that's no, 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 they did not. We they didn't went, get the big fish. They, they 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 went into small pond last last trade deadline. And by the way, I looked at Pop, history. Toronto and yeah. yeah, I looked at history. By the way, the teams that have been smart and haven't gotten that big fish, but have gotten. Basically, not the best player, but the p- players they needed. Really, if that makes sense. Like Colorado got left in it, right? But yeah. also, you're looking at the re- the reason why they didn't go after the big players is because they already had big players. I-, I feel like that's probably a correlation, right? But like you remember, throughout the whole years, we had Keith Yandel, Eric Stahl. Um, I- I'm missing so many, and then I remember when Shannon Kirk went to Washington. Yeah, that didn't that didn't you know it, it didn't work in the end because these big fish guys they don't always work and sometimes just getting the players that fit rather than the best is the better thing i remember when washington when they won the cup you know what they did at the tread they they got a guy uh it was kempe and i thought i thought it was also nick jensen i'm not sure which one but it was like it was minor moves and also they won the cup because they got players that they needed not the best if that yeah i i, I get that's kind of like no i understand exactly what you're saying yeah 
So like, I mean, again, I, I didn't want to totally, you know, have a full conversation on this just because, you know, look, it's, it's, it's freaking November. The Patrick, right. Kane, the Patrick Kane stuff is not going to stop until no. he, until he leaves Chicago and goes no. somewhere. So no. I just wanted fuck, to clarify yeah. from the oh, yeah. cap hits perspective. Cause yep. I, I was speaking to Alexander minor uh, a couple of days ago that I was just like trying to clarify because it was trending on Twitter. I just wanted to get that out of the way. We're probably not going to talk about Patrick Kane probably until, I don't know, trade them lots late this year. No, I have no idea. I, I, I thought it was like, I'm, late. Not even, I'm not even looking at that. I'm right now trying to, trying to get back into the season and start seeing hockey where when I'm watching it, I'm not picking my head on the table every five minutes. Yep. Shraggy. I, 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 yeah, you're yeah, moving. Uh, what's it called? I, come on. I'm watching games where, like, I'm eating supper and I'm watching the game before. I, I, I know. I, like, well, listen, we're all pissed, but it's 15 games in. Like, you, you're that. asking Truba to go on his hands. Okay, you know, no, no, I'm not getting back to that conversation. No, 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 no. I didn't I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to. On that note, on that note, it was a fun week. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, we're not, we're not opening that box again. No. All right. Take care, guys. <laughs>